the L-O-S, no O, low show. Here we go. If you didn't know, this is called the show. Yeah, this is called the show. It's the L-O-S, no O, low show. Yo, 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 what it is, what it ain't, what it's gonna be. It's your favorite, favorite L-O-S, the last one standing. And this is the low show. It's the L-O-S, no O, My guest for this episode, ladies and gents, is born, was born in Monterey, California. This military brat is the oldest of five and comes to us by way of Wakula County, Florida. This is My guest is the show. proud brother of the Five Sigma Beta Fraternity Incorporated, also called the Fraternity of African Presidents, Kings, and Princes. He is also a Prince Hall Mason this is outfitted. He belongs to a fraternity of the Kings and princes. He's a Florida A&M University alum with a degree in broadcast journalism. But most importantly, this gentleman right here, ladies and gentlemen, is a father of four. Three daughters, one son, and I do believe he's soon to be a husband. Ladies and gents, my guest today on this episode of the Low Show Podcast, my guy, Mr. Lester Green. Peace, brother. What up? What's up, man? Wow, man. I love that intro, man. Listen, whenever I become famous, I'm going to have to have you be my my my, my marketing guy, man, to introduce uh, no me. No doubt. That's what right, I'm I love it, man. Great job. You made me you made me feel like I'm somebody important, man. I'm just little old me, man, but this is cool. And that's the point of the podcast, man, to make those people that feel less than feel like they are important because you are important. No matter what you do on this planet, you're important. And you belong to some pretty important things, brother. Some secret societies that ain't such so secret societies. Yeah, 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 yeah. They call them secret societies, but I'm, I'm, I'm here in the open. We're in the open, man. So you know what I'm so saying? Secret. You belong to two of the most popular. I I don't want to say popular, but two of the most popular without making them sound aggressive and gang-related. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 Right. Right. You belong right. to one of the Divine Nine. And yep. for those who don't know what the Divine Nine is, I'll allow you to explain that since you are the fraternity brother. Okay, so the the Divine Nine are the nine Black Greek organizations, um, male and female. Um, the Divine Nine organizations was originally created because you know African Americans didn't have opportunities to go to the white universities, and African Americans, male and female, at the time really didn't have anything for us to be accepted. Um, so individual farmers from each, you know, respected organization got together and was like, hey, let's create this organization so we can be one, so we can go out in the community, give back to our people. So we have the Sigmas, the Deltas, the Alphas, the Omegas, the, the Iotas, the Zetas, the Sigma Gamma Rose. Uh, you notice he, more, I was about Catholics. to say, you notice he left off the Catholics. Go figure, a Sigma, a Sigma leaving the Catholics out. Listen, my uncle, my uncle will be very upset um, if I did, if he heard me forget put them last. But yeah, those are the divine nine, and each respected organization has its own own unique, um, you know, principle mm-hmm. motto. I mean, we won't go into the deep history of the capitals was bankrupt, and their organization asked to be a part of the Sigmas and the Trolling of the Kings. Started 
we won't go there today. However, well, that's a, well. There's the expe yeah. explanation of why he left the captains off the list, ladies. Every single one you talk to probably will always name them last on the Divine Nine for whatever reason. <laughs> oh man. So, but yeah, man. So it's the, 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 that's it, man. The Greek organizations are just something special, man. And you know, going to Florida A and M University, man, and you know, trying to find you know find my way, being you know being on that campus, and there's so many people that everybody looks mm. just like you. Um, and it's like, you know, you want to be involved in something. You see these guys walking around campus with these suits on and, you know, they're propped up on these pedestals and you're just like, who are yeah. these guys? Right? So um, I got into the fraternity. So when I first started going to college, my you know, and, um, going into my freshman year, I used to I used to always, could you please My daughter wants you to know that she's here. Um, Until I said hi. Hello. So use it. So um, me and my my roommate was like, we're not gonna be part of no organization. We ain't paying for no friends. Blah blah blah. You know all the the typical stuff that you say when you really want to be a part of it, but you're too afraid to figure you out what's going on. The cool so, kids are doing it, so you can do it too. Absolutely, you know how that goes. So, um, so we we go to this the first Greek event I go to. The Astros used to have this thing called the chicken and waffles. Okay. Right? And to be completely honest, and to be completely honest with you, we just went because the girls was going. The line was too long to get any chicken and waffles anyway. Well. So when we went to that front house, bro, I promise you, man, I never I never seen anything like this before in my life. Man, like these guys were stamping and strolling. Like I mean, and, and like of now, course all now the let ladies, me ask you this. Does do T V shows yeah. and movies do any of that justice? Um, not really. The only TV show that I would say that did some justice was the recent one they made a couple of years ago on Netflix. That was the closest one. Um, but you know what's funny? They all, everybody before they join an organization, they always tell you to watch the famous um reach um with the with uh -huh. Spike Lee. Go watch that. You know, go watch the Spike Lee movie and. Watching that Spike Lee movie freak you out because you're like, wait a minute. School days, right? That's what fraternities is. School days, right? So I'm like, wait a minute. So if that's what it's about, I'm all set. I don't want to be a part of that. Like, so they actually tell you, and they tell you to go watch School Days to throw you off because it's absolutely nothing mm -hmm. like that. They gave you, they gave At you the gist of it, and I'm not a fraternity brother, and I'm saying mm -mm like I am, but you know, I do a little bit of research. Just saying. I know you do. We talk. We know. I'm related. This all the time. I'm related to a couple cappers, which is why I thought it was funny that he kept leaving them all. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely, man. But yeah, man, it, it was. It, it was. You know, once I got, I went through the process. My best friend became a singer okay. first. Um, okay. And I give you a fun fact. It's something I never told anybody before. Only people that went to school with me, my close family right, friends. Right. I originally. Went to the Omega interest meeting my sophomore year. Oh, okay. Oh. This is the first time people the have heard disrespect this. To your and <laughs> listen, they're gonna they're gonna be upset when they hear this one, but it's the truth. So I go to the Omega interest meeting. No lie, this is no lie. One of my friends from my class was sitting next to me. Man, these brothers walked in, man, you know. The Omegos look like they've been working out since they was born into the world. I'm like, all right. 
this probably ain't for me, but since we already here, right, right, right. Since we already here, I don't think it's good for us to walk up and leave yeah. at this point. So, you know, how you doing with the brothers over Make a Sci-Fi, shaking everybody's hand. We had, they had the highest GPA on the yard at the time. They, you know, they go down the list of Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, because they go down the list of Shaq all the famous guys. Shaq is an honorary Omega Psi, isn't he? Yes, he has to. He, he didn't, I don't recall. He said he pledged at LSU, but nobody really has recollection of that. But whatever. Right? Right? So, I never forget it, bro. This guy, one of these guys, Rip off his dress shirt, his suit coat, boy. He was like, he was like, bro, I probably can beat up everybody in this room by myself. And I'm like, you know what? He said, he probably can. Okay? So, we leave there. Bro, we leave there. We're spooked. Like, we're spooked. Like, this ain't gonna work. This ain't... Hold on one second. Give me one second. It's that low show. Here we go. But so we leave there. We leave this meeting. And they, the first thing they tell us, Vic, is we having a party next week. Everybody here got to bring five girls and pay for five girls to go to the party. What? I tell you, no lie. Five girls in this club called Floyd. It was, it was a... Um, a phone party where the whole club is just like all the like they put like water and suds out over the entire club. It's like it's called a phone a, a, a mega phone party. That don't sound. And so at, no, no, no. At that point, I'm like, first off, we freshmen. I don't even know five girls who I could bring to the party, and I gotta pay for them. We don't even have any money. <laughs> so all right, man. So I don't. Right. So I end up not going to that event. So at this point, I'm like, all right, I don't want to be great. That was a bad experience. You know, mm-hmm. it's a done deal. So I had a girlfriend at the time. Her cousin, who was a pastor, was an ex. Well, not ex, but he okay. was an Omega. And so he gives me the Omega history group. He said, bro, you want to be Omega? Study this stuff. You'll be fine. At this point, I'm like, all right. So, funny story. I decided one Friday afternoon I was going to go to the Omega Frat House, show my interest as a young black man, show my interest in going to be a part of Omega. The worst mistake I ever made in my life, Vic. I knock on the, I knock on the door. Right. Vic, I knock on the door. And it's an Omega land on the couch. I see him on the couch. The uh-huh. door is open. So, hey, how you doing? I want to um, express my interest in being Omega. Not knowing that this is not the way to express interest of being a part of a fraternity or sorority. This is not the way to do it. Wait, wasn't so, that in the history book? I am. I didn't read that part of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So, check this out. The guy sitting there, I never forget it. I'm talking to him and he's watching TV as if I'm not even, I don't even exist. And he said, man, he started barking. Woo, woo. He said, I think the dog's in the back. At this point, I could have just walked out the house, 
I'm back to my car. I could have left. No, not me. I want to show them that I want to be an Omega. Think I go behind the house. It's two of them sitting back there looking at a book or something. And I said, hey, I just want to express myself. I want to be an Omega or whatever. They're literally like talking like I don't exist. I'm, I never forget. I never forget the date. I think it was 19... It was 1932 that was written on a Saturday oh. Friday house. And I remember in my mind, that was a part that was in the book. It was either when some, what, the FAMU chapter was incorporated or something like that. The biggest human being I see ever walks out the house. Big husky guy. So you want to be an Omega? He say, what this number mean? What this number mean? Bro, I promise you, I went. I couldn't even remember my name at that point. <laughs> they was counting on that. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, I don't know. And at that point, they stop, and I never forget it. They said the next time you come in to express your interest, you need to come from up here. They pointed at the, at the sky. Don't walk here no more. You need to fly in the next time you want to express your interest of being on Now I later now I'm a fraternity. I understood what that mean, but at that time I was like, you know what? I got back to my car and I said I would never, ever, 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 ever yeah, do that you ain't again. Come prepared, dog. That's all they was telling you. You better come prepared. You better know all of the history. Period. So a year later, my best friend becomes okay. And at this point, bro, I'm like, I'm all set. Nope. I've been through this before. Y'all ain't gonna get me. Oh, no, I'm all set. My best friend says, bro, relax. We good. Come to the interest meeting. You fine. I said, no, 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 no. I've been through this before. I can't tell him that I tried. I went to the Omega interest meeting a semester before. I can't tell him that. Apparently, he's a legacy. Listen. Okay, he's from Miami. And he's Haitian. I won't have oh. to say no more. All right. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. So I was told. I was told that the the one more one sec. My my daughter's <laughs> It's that low show. Here we go. I go to the entrance meeting. Now, I've already heard that you know the makers they haze worse than everybody else. All this all the stories. Yeah. And I get to the cigarette sigma entrance meeting. I'm like okay, I'm I'm you know, I'm sc- scanning I'm scanning the room. Like, huh? This guy probably can't beat me up. That guy probably can't beat me up. I'm like, All right, I might be good here. Oh man! Go again. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. And as you know, Vic, the guys who look like they can't do nothing to you. Those are the worst ones. Mm-hmm. But their pro- their approach was different, though, Vic. It was like, hey, you know, if you need to go to study hall, we can help you with your schoolwork. If you need help with your mom, if your parents need anything, and they come in time, we can help them get a hotel. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, man, this might be. I can do this. Uh huh. So they give us all the information we need. We gotta fill information out. You gotta have a turn in by this date. Everything filled out. But at that particular moment, my best friend switched. He went from come to the interest meeting, bro, I got you, to he asked me one question. He said, 
Now, who are you more afraid of? The entire frat or me? What are you talking about? Well, you're my best friend, so I'm not afraid of you. He said, you sure? He kept asking me that question the entire time leading up to the process. So, we get all our information filled out. I just happened to be riding with him magically on the day that we had to turn the information in. Mm-hmm. He's driving slow as molasses. He said, bro, so who are you more afraid of? Me or the fraternity? Mm-hmm. He said, well, I think I'm more afraid of them because I got to get the information. He said, well, how you going to get the information in if I don't get you there in time? I said, okay. He playing, I'm like, he playing a role. At this point, I don't really understand how important being Greek is. I don't know the significance of it. Or how important this dude you are friends with is, either. He happens to be the the intake chairman, secretary of the organization. I mean, you name it, he was it. I, he was either. I knew he was either a legacy or he was all. He was a big brother. He had to be one of the two. He was one of the two. So he was both. So we get the information turned in, and I tell you, you no know, lie, we turn our information. I never forget it. We turn our information in the end of January. Mm-hmm. February 5th, they said, meet us at, at this um, high school track, like no. 8 o'clock at night. You can see the hand in front of you. If it's the only thing you can see with the lights from their front light from their car. Oh, so they don't black bag y'all and throw y'all in the back of a giant van while they flying down the street? No, we ain't got there yet. So, oh, okay. th- listen, we don't even know we... So, they give, they giving everybody that's standing outside, they giving you a letter. The letter says, uh-huh. oh, congratulations. You're not going to be a part of the Five X Sigma intake chair process. Mm. Guys, congratulations, guys. Great job. We having a party tonight at such and such club. We want y'all to come and be there. I already have been through that Omega process. I'm saying to myself, and granted, remember, when you pledge, sometimes you might not even know the guys you pledging with. Yeah. You might even know them. So at this point, we don't have no brotherhood at this point. Y'all, I'm like, listen, and I was the only one that was from Tallahassee. So I was local. So I'm like, guys, listen, I know y'all think we going to this party, have a good time. I don't know much, but I'm telling you, we being set up. Nah, man, we ain't being set up, man. They just told us we good. Uh-huh. The moment that we took those letters and we said we was going to the party, at that moment they said, congratulations, you are not going to be a part of the 5 Sigma process. Mm-hmm. We weren't even, we're not even Sigmas, we're considered Crescents at the time, right? You know, crescent half moon. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Prince Hall Masonry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so they said, moving forward, starting this day from February fifth until we finish, your life belongs to us. Forget school, forget girls. It all belongs to us. Only thing you need to do is go to school, and you belong to us. I was like, I told y'all, I told so. No, they said no. You still go to the party. We good. Then we go to the party. The club closed at two. Mm. Around about 1.30 to be mm-hmm. exact. I'm sorry. 1.14 to be exact. Uh-huh. They say... All these numbers are representative of something. Yeah. They say, hey, leave, leave, leave. Go to this room. Go to this room. Go to this room. Wait a minute. Half of the dudes y'all brought with us, they drunk now. They ain't got nothing to do with us. All y'all better be at that address. Mm-hmm. ASAP. So 
one one brother is drunk, so I'm talking about like he is gone. He is gone. He I'm like wasted or just black man inebriated. Black man, I don't remember where I'm at. I don't even know what my name is. Gone. No, black man inebriated. There you go. <laughs> he drunk. One leave and go home early because he was like, man, I'm good. I'm. I'm just going to wait till we start the process tomorrow. He leaves the club before they give us the news where we were supposed to go. Oh, no. We got to call him, hey, bro, I know you may be asleep, but you got to be at this address, ASAP. So, we get to the address, uh-huh. and I tell you, no lie, I counted 100 Sigma cars, at least 50 to 100, lined up down the street. I'm like, but well, wait a minute. Who at the club? Bro, none of them was even at the party. They told us to go. It was just a random club night. It wasn't even nothing they had to do with the signals. They wanted to see who was who followed, who was gonna follow directions, and how many of y'all was gonna ride together. Because those are the only ones they want. And so we end up at this person's house. Mm-hmm. And from that day to 42 days, 6 hours, 26 minutes, and 46 seconds later, that was our process. Good Lord have mercy. I don't remember none of them numbers that just came out your mouth. I would have yep. been horrible. Yep. I would have been I would have been the line brother that had to smack everybody around because I was right. always getting shit. <laughs> See, you would have been the line brother that was like, yeah, bro, we all going to get our sweat tonight because of me. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. I'm good. But uh, y'all just, just get ready. Right, and in, right. And in case y'all forgot, my hands work. Right. So we gonna fight. We gonna fight like brothers, and we gonna right. kiss and hug and make up like brothers after this shit. But you know what, bro? I, honestly, bro, it was one of the greatest decisions I ever made, man. Like once we, once we got that camaraderie, man, that brotherhood, and you know how it go. Like they forced us to be brothers because when you're back against the wall, you're like, all right. It was one. I think we we became brothers when. One night we had to shave. We had to shave our face. It's supposed to be clean shaved. I'm like, I ain't doing that. I'm Did you shave. have to shave your eyebrows? We didn't have to shave our eyebrows. I'd have made y'all motherfuckers shave your eyebrows. But I think one person did. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I said, well, I ain't doing that. Well, one of our line brothers was a barber. I was like, bro, I'm straight, bro. Like, we look nuts. I'm not doing that. In the moment when you see one of your brothers get in trouble for something that you could have done, that you done wrong, that's yeah. the worst feeling ever. It's like, okay, it's cool. You don't want to shave your face? That's fine. You stand here and hang out with us tonight. I'm like, no, no, what are you talking about? You good. Chill out with the friend. You a Sigma already? You good? I'm like, no, no, but I'm with my life. No, no, you good. You hang out with us. You hang out with us. When you sit there and you watch your line bros going through that, all because you was like, that sound like some military. They tried that in boot camp. Yeah, and and at that point, you know, you become brothers, man, and and man. From that day to this one, man, we have you know, you no know, monthly video calls. We all still cool with each other, man. We all still communicate. You know, marriage, weddings, kids. We all like it's just it, it was one of the greatest things that I've ever done, man. Because you know, mm. having the opportunity to be a part of you know brothers who are yeah. like minded, you know who. You know, when, 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 when you become a, a, a fraternity brother, you know, military, all that kind of stuff, man, like, it gives you a sense of pride. You're like, all right, I'm Sigma now. 
So now I got to yep. carry myself in a different standard that I didn't before. And guess what? I'm not just less than green for my color. I'm less than green, Phi Beta Sigma. Less than green. I skipped the part to tell you that my line name was Big Brother Manslaughter. That's my line name, Manslaughter. No, that is not your line name. That is your crossover name. What is? What was your real line name? So, that no, listen. That was my real line name from from the beginning. Listen. So they called you Slaughter? Manslaughter. Oh, good Lord. So, well, I'm going to tell you that story. So originally, we was going to have different line names. And what you just said, you're absolutely right. We were supposed to have and then go over. Yeah. So we had about four or five of our line brothers uh, who had got in trouble, jail, misdemeanors back in high school in mm-hmm. a couple of freshman years. They said, damn, y'all motherfuckers crazy. So then they start looking at our personalities and they start seeing who was who. And they start seeing that the country, less than the country boy from the backwoods. Wait a minute, he ain't really right in the head. When we giving young wood, he ain't really right in the head, right? So then they start figuring out, okay, these guys, these guys different. So then they start trying to figure out, based on one of my line brothers had got his line name was misdemeanor. Whatever his misdemeanor was, they gave him that name. They said, well, you ain't never been in trouble before, but you ain't right. And that's how I got my name. And it's okay. funny because it freaks out new young brothers all the time. What, what kind of line? Manslaughter is not a line name. That's a criminal offense. So, right, so my line, it, it, it bothered me for a while because I never wanted to have my line name. I ain't never tell my mom what my line name was. You know what I mean? But they was just letting, they was letting you know that they knew how dangerous you were. Basically, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Like they knew whether you were sane or insane, it takes some kind of intelligence to be the way you are. And that yeah, shit man. is dangerous. Yeah, man. So, so I, 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 and so for the rest of my life, when you type in Phi Beta Sigma 2005 line bro, line on the Sigma website, it's going to say less than green, 2005 manslaughter. It's a part of mm. my life. So, you know, and it's funny because I try to tell new brothers all the time, even to this day, they'll call when a new line comes. Whatever your numbers, I'm a, I was a number nine. We had 15 on my line. Hey, big brother, man, slaughter this such and such. I just want to call. And I'm like, bro, relax. Just have a conversation with me. The dude on the phone, like, y'all hear what you're talking about. But they say your name is big brother, man, slaughter. And you sound really nice. You ain't going to fool me. That's <laughs> it. Exactly. How they treated you when you first came through. They fooled you. And all your little brothers after you is like, nah, we ain't gonna let this brother fool us. But right. You said you was line brother number nine. I was so I was number nine. We had fifteen line brothers. Okay, it was fifteen so, on my line, and so I was number from what, nine. From what I know about Greek life, you got that first line brother who's supposed to be y'all. That's that. That's that's the man right there. Yeah, that's the smartest one on the line, supposedly. But then you got the anchor. Which is the last line, brother? Who is more like the enforcer and you know the one to check everybody when they do they should be doing? Yeah, the tail dog. Yeah, we call him the tail dog. But number nine, being somewhere in the middle of fifteen, 
manslaughter was kind of your name from the beginning if you was the line brother nine, number nine, because you was the glue. You was the motherfucker that held everybody together when brothers started to be like, nah, I can't do this. You brought yep. everybody back yep. together. Yep. yep. And it's funny because technically my number eight is a little taller than me, right? So it technically should have been the nine, but you absolutely right. What made it unique for me was I was always in the middle. So every time somebody went out, every time somebody did something, I was always the one. Everybody was always looking at me when they went out. Mm -hmm. Right? And what was even more unique about me being a number nine, the person that pledged us was a number nine. Oh. And that's a whole nother situation. Because it's like, wait a minute. If I'm pledging you, anybody that's my number got to be the best. You, listen, you can't be slipping when your dean is the same number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, how y'all put me in this situation? He could have been a number eight. He could have been a number five. He could have been a, he was a, he was a number nine. No, you know why they put you in that situation? Because you ain't wrapped too tight, man, Slaughter. And his name was Big Brother. He just passed away a few years ago. His name was Big Brother Chubb Rock. Word? That's... He looked just like Chubb Rock. Nah. He was big like Chubb Rock. And he, listen, I think Jew, Big Jew, Julian, I think Julian was from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh-huh. He was from Memphis, Tennessee, and he was, I mean, he, listen, our ADP, my line was number nine, Big Julian, and our dean was my big brother, Larry. Larry was from Miami. His line name was Big Brother Freaky Deaky. His favorite rapper was Trick Daddy. So there you go. Of course his favorite rapper was Trick Daddy. <laughs> There you go. But yeah, man, it, it's, it, it's, it's been an amazing run, bro, um, to be a part of the Greek life. That's cool, man. Now, I used a couple of terms that people may not be privy to because they're not fraternity or sorority yeah. or part of that Greek life at all. I only know these things because I pay attention. I talk to brothers such as yourself, and I do a little bit of research. So I used the word legacy earlier on. Yeah. You mind just giving them a little splash of what a legacy is? Not the full definition, but just enough so they understand. Okay, so my, one of my line brothers is legacy. So basically what legacy is, is that if you have somebody from your family that was a part of the Greek organization, your dad, your uncles, you know, sorority, your aunts, you know, it could, you could have a family member who was a charter member who founded a chapter. Um, mm -hmm. So that's basically what legacy is. And a lot of people get it twisted. They think that legacy means... They think legacy means it's easier. It's hard. It's hard for people who are legacy because, believe it or not, you don't know anything, but they expect for you. They think that you're supposed to know all of That's how I was. I was like, you're supposed to know everything. How we getting our ass whooped every night and we got legacy on here? They was like, bro, just because he's legacy, don't, he, don't, he know just as much as you. I'm like, here we go again. Fun fact, my line brother who was legacy from Texas, Mm -hmm. His dad was a number nine too. That's a very is that is, that's a very important number to you now, huh? Yeah, very, very, very important number. I mean, it's it's it stick with you, man. It's almost like it's weird because everything I do is in nine. Everything I do is in nine. So, you know, you know. It, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Now. I, I mentioned the anchor. We kind of broke those down. Did I get those right? Is I on the nose pretty much with those? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. So our ace, which technically was just 
supposed they kind of go by heights. He was the shortest on the line, but my line brother, his he was the smartest of our line. Xavier knew everything. I'm talking about like he was the one that studied all the information. Xavier was on point with it all. He the, the, the ace of the line is pretty much the guy that's like, all right, guys, this is the information we need to know. I already know it, but I need to teach it to y'all. Yeah, yeah. And I tell dog Zach he was he was tough, man. I'm talking about like if you couldn't take it, he was. You can't take it tonight. I'm step. Let's go. I'm stepping in. Yeah. Right. And 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 he just happened. My my tail dog just happened to be from Bell Glade, from Muck, from 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 the Muck City, man, in the backwoods country boy from down south, man. And man, it was man. Our, our line, our line, our line was tough, man. And they held us together. They used to call my line brother superstar because what he used to do before my the ace before we got brotherhood, he always started. It was cool to just step out. I'm good. I know everything. So he'll be like, what's this? Blah, 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 blah. I'm good. They was like, okay. Keep doing that. And this is what they'll do. Say you the ace, Vic. Vic, step out because you know something. Okay, Vic. Tell me such and such. You step out and do it. Okay, that's cool. Good job, Vic. Lester, you step out and tell me the same. You tell me if you know the same thing that Vic know. You know. Damn, Vic know the rest of us don't know that shit. Okay, that's cool. Lester, step back. And so they used to do stuff, big little fun stuff like uh, number one, what's number five mom name? Number two, what's number ten sister name? Yeah, they was making sure y'all was y'all was becoming brothers. So this how we this what we did. We became brothers, and this was another one we was molding. We got together and said, guys, check this out. Half of y'all hate you. Y'all almost got a million brothers and sisters. There's no way we can know all their names. You know what? We the Sips. Marge, our mom, Bart, our brother, Homer, our dad, we the Simpsons. We go to set. Lester, what's number one mama name? Marge Simpson. Oh, y'all trying to be funny. Number 15, what's Lester daddy name? Homer Simpson. We the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, what's Lester mama really name? Marge Simpson. Period. And at that point, they said, uh oh. They get me. They brothers now. And once we got that brotherhood, yeah. Listen, if one don't know it, don't none of us know it. Just, and that's how it should be. And when it get to that point, that's when it felt like, whoa, wait a minute. You realize that kind of back off of you a little bit. Once you get that brotherhood, you like it may be fifty y'all in here, but it's fifteen of us. If we got say for them, we got a line brother just ain't in feeling it tonight. We'll stand around them and shield them. They'll be in the middle. We'll just stand around them and lock up and shield them. Nah, y'all can't get to him tonight. We good. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when that's when it clicked, man. Because it's almost to the point where it's like, either you going to go crazy or you going to become brothers. Yep. Because you as strong as your weakest link. It used to be, you know, it'd be times where if a 15 start, one quit, one bow out, you go. I didn't told us from day one. Y'all started with 15. Y'all go in with 15. Yep. One quit, all of y'all done. So he he was he, he literally engraved and etched Period. will be brothers in your brain. And when you're looking around, you always know you got one or two brothers. You're like, all right, we know this. We gotta make we gotta protect this one, mm-hmm. man, bro. It was times, bro. 
we'll be sitting in the emergency room. Ain't nothing wrong with nobody. We're just sitting there like, the dumbest thing you can ever think of, we're just sitting there like, bro, we can't go tonight. We nervous. We know who's going to be there. We just sitting in the emergency room. We'll be at somebody's mama house faking. We don't know what. We just like, your brain is like, so we get so we get there, and I think it's like, what the hell were y'all thinking? Y'all going to the fucking emergency room? Bro, we listen, and we don't even go there. They're just looking at 15 dudes in the emergency room just sitting there. Bro, man, listen, your mind, your mind just. But you become, but you, but but you become very smart. You start realizing, like, okay, like something like uh, um, uh, they'll say something like uh, knock down the wall. Knock down the wall. Somebody go to the wall, knock down the wall, knock it down. Listen, you looking at me? I'm 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 number nine. I'm on the rocks of the line. I don't know nothing, Dick, bro. I'm upset. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't studied no information last night. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of them things. Like they, I heard there was one fraternity, and I don't remember when they did this, but one of my uncles was telling me this. He ain't tell me which fraternity. Yeah. He told me it happened. That they took all their pledges up on the roof of the tallest building on campus. Mm-hmm. And told them all now jump. Yeah. Now, some of them brothers was like, nah, I'm out. And I guess he said it was like 70 of them. And after they said jump, it was only 12 left. Oh, yeah. Like, they all said, nah, I'm out. He said, of the 12 that left, he said one brother literally just spit over the edge of the building. Yeah. The other dude threw his ID down. Another dude plucked out an eyelash and threw it down. Yeah. Another dude bit his nails off, bit his nail off and spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all, it's it's not even, it's outside the box thinking. They want to make sure they're getting people that don't conform to the norms yep. and willing to yep. Yep. think yep. for themselves as opposed to understand what was said to them, comprehend what right. was said to them, right. and do exactly what was said to them. Or, or, or they could have got all of them got there and just jumped up and down. They said jump, just get up there and just jump up and down. No, but see, the key word was off the building. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yep. <laughs> off. Yep. <laughs> you can jump on the building. Well, well shit. Yep, yep. Yep. That's an easy one. Easy, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's a, it's it's a lot of it. It's all it's all mental, bro. Like it's you just have to be mentally strong, man. And it, and it helps you be mentally strong just in life in general after the fact. Because man, bro, I came across some brothers, man. I'm talking about like these guys were the sharpest dudes I ever met, even to this day, man. Like I'm talking about like, on point, sharp as a knife. Words. Some unique guys, man, that I came across, man. Like we have a, one of our big brothers, man. I love him to this day, man. He was our advisor. He one of our professors at FAMU. His name Harris Wish. His name Big Brother Picasso. Picasso okay. was back in the eighties. Wow. You know, and, and and he was, man. This guy, the smartest dude, man. He he knows so much. I mean, this guy, you know, I mean, simple stuff like cooking. He's a, or he he an art professor, so he an artist. He do everything. 
Well, Picasso was a renaissance man. He knew, he did a lot of things. People only know him for his art, but Picasso was more than just the artist. And that's how he, exactly. And he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a very, very unique guy, man. Good guy. But yeah, man, it's, 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 it's fun, bro. It's fun. That's what's up. And speaking of Picasso. Yeah. As one of your, one of the famous, known to be fraternity brothers, but he, yeah. he was not a Sigma. I, I don't think that he could have been a Sigma. No. Nope. Back then. Nope. But. Your fraternity, by Sigma Beta, consists of some pretty big names in a lot of different industries, brother. Yeah. Al Roker. Yeah. Jerry Rice. Yeah. Terrence Howard. Yeah. The gangster and the gentleman he is. Yeah. Blair Underwood. Yeah. Emmett Smith and Richard Sherman. Absolutely. Malik Yoba. Wow. Mm-hmm. We have we have, we have a lot of brothers, man. Um, I mean, you can go back, you know, famous times, man. James Weldon Johnson. As I sing uh-huh. every time, you if you ever somewhere in the song, the Negro National Anthem, lift every voice and sing, you'll always see signals going this. Because James Weldon Johnson, he made that song, he created that song. I, I know. I was yeah. taught lift every voice and sing when I was in elementary school, yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, wish yeah. they still taught it because a lot of these young brothers and sisters have no idea what that word. No, nope, not at all. Once upon a time, before I went to the military, I would not stand for the national anthem because they did not sing lift every voice and sing wow. as well. Wow. Yeah. It's it's um. It's definitely, and I, you know, it's funny. I went to a white high school, white elementary school. I grew up in a white town. I yeah. didn't know Luther every voice and singing until I got to FAMU. Oh, wow. And, and when I got, I start again, these guys had these blue blazers on. Yo, I'm like, mm. why do they always stand up? And then when I became a Sigma, I'm like, oh, James Weldon Johnson is a Sigma. Actually, it's funny. The guy that just became the new, um, Rand Carthen, the new um, general manager for the Tennessee Titans, uh-huh. he is Sigma too. Oh, well, good Lord, good Lord. A yep. brotherhood and, of course, a networking fixture. Is yeah. Y'all got brothers internationally, worldwide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's deep, man. It's, 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 it's really deep. Um, because when you just... You have brothers, man, who some come to the organization for others for certain circumstances. You know, they lost and need to find a way. And then you just got some brothers like me. I never forget when I was when I when I was in my interest meeting. Me try, again, me trying to be tough. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm, just, I'm like, I'm just gonna let y'all know I ain't joining the five eight segment for no female. And why? And look. While I'm saying this, I'm looking how they're looking at me, and I'm like, yeah, I should, probably shouldn't have said that. But I kept you going. probably shouldn't have said that. I kept going. I ain't joined the 5 Sigma to be popular. I was popular in high school. Look, here I go. Less than stop. You don't, you don't see the room? Uh-huh. Read the man, room, brother. Read man. the room. Listen, and when I finish, they asked me a question that messed me up. They said, okay, that's fine. They was calm. So if you if you don't need a fraternity because of that, why are you here? Yeah, I don't know why I can answer that question. I don't know why I was like, because I knew why I was there, but you know how it, and I knew it was deeper than what they were asking me. Pride, history, brotherhood, loyalty, 
enrichment. Right, and yeah, listen, at that point, so, and then, I, I, I resorted to the only thing I remember from the history before, because they told, they told you anything you can find out about Five Minutes Sigma, when you come to the history, you can say it. I start talking about the fan, like, because ah, of Emmett Smith and Sigma, blah, 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 and Jerry Rice. Right? Like, that. was like, so that's the only thing you read, ain't it? I was like, shit. <laughs> so when I became a Sigma, I later heard, believe it or not, they didn't want to play it. They didn't want to pledge me. One of the brothers said, we weren't going to pledge you because we thought that you was too pretty. We thought that you were talking about the girls and you was popular in high school. We felt like we felt like that you was going to join the organization because you wanted all the girls and we didn't think that you were going to be tough. And they was like, shit, you ain't show us when we found out who you really were. You ain't show us this because all I ever saw was the good-looking brothers with the suits on and the nice cars and all the girls on campus. I didn't know that when you get behind a closed door, these brothers, they ain't about that. Nope. Because you see them on campus on, on their little plots with the shirts on. I'm like... Everybody wears the suit outside. Right. All the suits outside. But when we get home... Take all them clothes off. I didn't know, man. I didn't know. And when and when when we when we got behind closed doors, man, these brothers was about their business, man. I'm talking about they was on, they was on it. And I was like, now that I think about it, I'm like, you know, you got your brothers who did that thing, but most of these guys is like, if you gonna bring a girl around, she either gotta be the smartest girl on campus, or she better be close to it. Don't be bringing no knucklehead bucket chicks around. Mm-hmm. And if you bought a chick around and everybody knew about, Big Brother's gonna be like, nah, dog, nah. You got to get rid of that one. Yeah, she can't be. Because you can't be, you dig. Well, and I can't just, it's not just dumb women, but dumb men. Both. Dumb Both. men and dumb women do dumb things. Like, period. And people think that what I just said was redundant, and it's, it's not, because. Being dumb and doing dumb shit is two entirely different things. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I never forget when we was online. They used to say, "Don't pillow talk," because you can't tell nobody you're online. They was like, "We're gonna know if you pillow talk with these chicks. We're going to know that you said." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go. I'm like, you don't know nothing. You ain't in the bed. You were kicking it. I promise you. If a boy, if one of our blind brothers told a female he was online, I promise you, I don't know how they found out, but they did. It was like a female, a dumb female, gonna tell somebody every single time. And my brother, don't you think they put those dumb females in your path to see if he was listening? I found that out later. They had a girl. Um, we ended up being cool after. She would always ask me, cause in my class. Brother Keith Jones, one of the, one of the he was one like he like a principal now in Kansas, and he was in my class, and they had this girl. Hey, let's see, you want to go out to lunch? And I kept saying, because you ain't supposed to talk to girls, you ain't supposed to walk on grass, you ain't supposed. I mean, the list of you know, this the goof, and like you said, it ain't really goofy stuff. It's just they're trying to see how strong you really, you know, how strong you are. And she would always ask, I'm like, well, I can't go. I got I I got Bible study. What about tomorrow night? And this beautiful girl, she just kept asking me to go out. And here I go, dang, man, she really liked me. 
and it hit me. And when I was about to say, meet me at midnight, we can go to the late night dining after, you know what I'm saying? And it hit me. When I saw my frat brother face, no, no, it didn't hit me then. It hit me when we got the set that night. He said, somebody went here was talking to a girl today. We're just standing there. Somebody in here was talking to a girl today. And I'm like, damn, how the hell they know? Bro, they know. You can talk to a girl, don't nobody be around. They know. But you know why they tell you don't bring no dumb girls around? Yeah, why? Because only a dumb man would attract a dumb girl. Period. 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 And, and man, that I, man, I carry that stuff with me every single day, man. Like all our rules and all like our motto and culture for service and service for humanity. Call speeds on its way, man. Brotherhood for service. We have we, we have a quote. It's called uh, "In hoc signo vences," and it means in the state of being brothers. Okay. You know, so like all of that stuff, man. It's just so so unique man and, and, and it just it, it it's something I carry on my with my every day with me bro at work at home with my children man it's just you you learn those things man because you see the brothers who did it before you man they life just they just different yeah yeah now that was that was Latin that was not Greek thank you which is interesting it's, they're both dead languages, but it's interesting that most of the Greek-founded brotherhoods and sisterhoods, their quotes are all Latin. Yep. Yep. So interesting. Yep. It's wild. It's just wild, man. It's wild. I mean, some of the things you find out and you learn. Yep. And we need to get to touch on your other brotherhood. Which means I'm just gonna have to bring this back on the show. Yeah, 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 we can do a part two. So because, we can talk about so we can talk about the other not so secret secret society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole that that's a whole different that's a just I I just say this. I just say this. Uh. There's no physical physical involvement, physical harm involved. It's no mm -hmm. physical harm for harm involved in either. But it's a little bit of, you know, pushing and shoving. Yeah. With the other organization, there was nothing physical involved, and it was the hardest thing I ever done in my life. There was nothing physical involved. A lot of people was like, how was it hard if it wasn't physical? You insensitive motherfucker. I won't listen, a wound can heal, but this stick forever. Yeah, man. Once it's etched there, it's over. Yes, sir. But I appreciate you for coming out. I appreciate you man. for being on the show. Anytime, bro. I wanted to come back. I really, this really was cool, man. I really want to come back, man. And oh, we're definitely again. bringing you back. We're bringing you back because we got to talk about the other secret, not so secret society, man. We got to talk about man. the Prince Hall Mason. Absolutely, man. I'm, in, I'm excited about it, bro. Please, bro. Brothers like Count Basie, Nat King, Cole. W.E.B. Du Bois. Yes. Yes. Duke Ellington and the Roots director, writer, creator, Alex Haley. Yep. 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 So we got to talk about that next time we you come will. on the show. Yes, sir, we will. Bye-bye. I appreciate this, man. But ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Leston Green, my brother, my friend, my family, 
Yes, sir. And I am your famous favorite LOS, the last one standing in this has been the Low Show Podcast. Y'all be easy. Have a blessed one. And I'm gone. Peace. Bless you. You want to say peace to the people? Peace, man. This was fun, man. I look forward to it again. Peace, everybody. Thank you so much. We out of here. Y'all go away. Ain't no more to it. It's done. <laughs> it's the Low Show. Here we go. All right. So this happened. If you know anything about me, you know I like the Shamrock Shakes. And it's March. So, of course... I go to McDonald's to get a Shamrock Shake. But it also just happens to be early in the morning. I think it was right before I recorded this podcast. So I went to McDonald's to get some breakfast. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Morning being the operative word here. And I figured I'd get a Shamrock Shake, a sausage McMuffin, with cheese and a hash brown. Call it a day. McDonald's had other plans. So as as per usual, the milkshake machine was down. I get it, it's early in the morning, of course it's down. You didn't clean it yet? Do you ever clean it? I'm just curious. And now that I said that out loud, why do I go back every March and get a shamrock shake if I don't think they clean? Damn. But anyway, that's not the only thing. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Sun's still shining. The birds is chirping. It ain't noon yet. So just to prepare myself, I say, self, they might not be serving breakfast. Because I don't know what time McDonald's stops serving breakfast. I'm not really an avid McDonald's goer. I don't do it all the time. Because I'm not a fast food connoisseur like that. Had too much of that when I was a kid. But anyway, let's get back to the original program here. This happened. I say to the drive through lady. It was a lady at the time. Are you still serving breakfast at 10 in the morning? She says to me, no, I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry. Don't. Why are you apologizing? You're only doing your job. Not to mention, you probably got a giggle out of that shit. Because the month in front of me probably asked you the same question. And he just decided, I'm going to get lunch then. I'm not eating lunch at 10 o'clock. McDonald's is not known for being a brunch spot. Do I look like the brunch type? Do I sound like the brunch type? Don't answer that. Don't answer either one of those questions. But that's what happened. So I left McDonald's. Heartbroken. No shamrock shake. And no breakfast from McDonald's. Bullshit. Hey, McDonald's, how about you serve breakfast until lunchtime? That's noon in most places. Lunchtime. Serving bacon, cheeseburgers, and french fries at, at 10 in the morning. That's why America's so... You know what? I ain't even gonna go there. Y'all be easy. Have a blessed one. This has been the Low Show Podcast. This segment right here is called So This Happened. And I'm gone. Ain't no more to it.
Get out of here. Go do something productive with your life. Thanks. It's that low show. Here we go.